Hey, yo, what's happening? My name is Ronald Two Legs. Welcome back to the AIW. The card is going to change. As I said, my name is Ronald Two Legs. As always, here with AIW owner John Thorne. What's up, Thorne? I'm here. Hello. I want to thank our sponsor real quick, uh, The Exchange. Uh, I don't know when the last time you were in Exchange was, but that place got pretty much everything you're looking for. Movies, DVDs, uh, CDs, records, video games, collectibles, pretty much collectibles of any kind. Am I right, Thorne? Yeah, they got. I was in there around Christmas time. I went in there, and they got all kinds of stuff. They have wrestling figures, like weird, like horror memorabilia figures, video, you know, video game systems. I I saw that they're running like they got a bunch of N sixty fours in at the Parma location this week. They're trying to flip. So uh, yeah, all kinds of. I mean, it's not like. You know, when we were younger, it was just like a place you went and bought like UCDs. Like yeah. now, it's like they got everything in there. They got like, <clears throat> excuse me, they got like equipment in there. Like, um, say you're oh, trying yeah, to like do sound, like a, sound equipment, all yeah, kinds of stuff. Yeah, they got used stuff like that too. So hey, if you're looking for something like that, you're starting a new project, or you're looking to get into something, they have stuff like that for much cheaper than you would get. You know, brand new. Uh, they got a lot of stuff like that. Like you said, a lot of they had the horror memorabilia in there and the like the action figures and all that stuff is crazy. It's like one of those stores you have to look top to bottom from the ceiling to the floor because there's just so much product everywhere. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like it's unbelievable. Like it just rows and rows and rows and rows of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check out the exchange. Uh, we thank them. If you're looking to do any type of sponsorship or anything like that with AIW, contact uh, Jim at AI Wrestling. I believe that's his, is that his email? Yeah, Jim at AI Wrestling. Jim at AI Wrestling. Uh, he'll help you out and get get working with you on any type of sponsorship. If you have a brand or anything like that, a, you know, a store, a restaurant, anything you want to do, any type of sponsorship, uh, we have we have plenty of options for that. Um, what's going on, Thorne? I know you, uh, we, last time we talked last week after the, the doom and gloom, what, on a hard sell Monday here for Gauntlet? Yeah, we're still dooming and glooming a little bit. I mean, uh, tickets are selling okay. I wouldn't say that they're great for this weekend, but I mean, we still have, uh, several days. Um, the first and fourth row are sold out. We still got some second and third row right now and, uh, quite a bit of GA floating around currently, but, uh. You know, if we could sell the rest of that pr- those premium tickets, I'll feel a little bit more comfortable heading into Saturday. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of GA space at Forest Sports, but me personally, I'm a sit-down guy. I like to have a seat. So if you're a sit-down person, you definitely want to get there, get those tickets now because that's something I would definitely think will sell out. You know, before before the door. Yeah, you know, so it's like, um, uh, let me look. I'll, I'll look. We it's we have uh, twenty second row tickets and, and ten third row tickets available. So so not many. That's where we're at right now. So if we can if if we can move those thirty tickets, I'll I'll feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, you know, it, it's certainly not the uh, hell on earth from two years ago levels of uh, a draw for the four sports just yet. But you know, uh, we're about. Uh, I don't know, a little under halfway there. So, I mean, still a, still a big mountain to climb, so to speak. Okay. I feel like we have been getting a lot of walk-up lately. Like, 
as opposed to pre-show, pre-sale tickets to as opposed to how many people show up walk up. I just feel like we've been getting a lot of a lot of people been waiting around. I don't know if it's well, you know, lack of funds or what, but that's just uh, you know, prior to the pandemic, Cleveland was known as you know, a quote unquote, a walk up town. You know, and that's for any form of entertainment, be it you know, music shows, comedy shows, you know, sports games, everything. Cleveland was no, infamously known as a walk up town. You know, there were times where, like, you know, those Mount Carmel shows, which were always packed. Like, if mm-hmm. we had 40 pre-sold, we're like, oh, we're going to draw real good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that, that, but through the pandemic, a lot of things have, you know, kind of flipped, you know, because you came with limited tickets or, you know, all kinds of, the pandemic kind of changed people's mentality a little bit, you know, and, um, yeah. Uh, we've been seeing more, you, you know, now we're, we've gotten accustomed to like the presale tickets, you know what I mean? And sure. um, uh, now it's kind of like we're at this like weird middle ground and it, it, now it's too hard to, it's too hard to call, right? Like, you know, everyone was saying cybernetico, oh, we're going to see a huge walk up and we didn't. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. it, 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 the the presale like, it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. You know when we have a solid presale number. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's super solid for Saturday yet, but you know we're we're getting close to where I'll feel at least not like I want to, you know, ram my head into a wall. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Uh, we don't need it. We don't need anyone ramming their head into the wall. So if you are out there on the fence, definitely want to get those tickets. Like we said, about thirty of the uh, premium tickets, seating wise, as far as that goes. Plenty of general admission, um, but you definitely want to get a seat for this show. Uh, getting into the card a little bit. I know this is a hard sell of a show. I I don't see why we should have to hard sell it. For me, Gauntlet is one of, if I just say, Gauntlet is one of my all-time favorite shows for AIW. Uh, you know, we do a couple, you know, the big four, big five we do every year. But for me, Gauntlet is one that is just a wrestling fan in general. That's just a match you want to be there for. There's so many things that could happen. You can, you can uh, allegedly, you can little wa- put a little wager down with your buddies. You know, draw some numbers, see what number you get. Not with the buddies, the with thing. the front of, with with Pedro. There'll be a little. Uh, there'll be a little. Uh, we'll call it a raffle going. Right. <laughs> I was trying to tiptoe around that, and uh, yeah. So we're gonna do a raffle. There will be a gauntlet for the raffle. Gauntlet for the cash. Raffle. Gauntlet for the cash raffle. Charity raffle. Um, so definitely oh see Pedro at the door when you come in, because that to me that's just that's worth the show right there. I love I love stuff like that. Personally, I mean it makes uh, the the it makes the show interactive. It makes everybody excited for the last match of the night. Um, you know it's exciting. Uh, I will say, you know what I mean. Like we did have to get together and you know kind of pull an emergency session with you know all the injuries that have arose you know what i mean over the over the last uh month month and a half uh you know so we were kind of forced to get together um over this weekend and you know call those audibles and make all those changes (coughs) but you know uh that's what is exciting because it kind of forces me to get a little bit more creative because you know anybody can win the gauntlet you know what i mean anybody that wins a gauntlet they're automatically you know what i mean they're a major player in the company so you know, like I said, kind of last week, we are, you know, looking at building towards the future. And I think that this show is really going to solidify that. And, you know, having to get together and kind of re, 
you know, not totally rebook it, but reassess certain things that were going to happen in the gauntlet that are now off the table based on all the injuries. Uh, that is where I think we thrive is, you know, in that audible kind of, you know, you gotta, you gotta fix the problem or, or whatever you want to call it. I, I think AW thrives in, in that sort of environment with that sort of pressure. Uh, so I think that we've come up with, with a really good, uh, gauntlet to end the night on Saturday. Very exciting. I will say, I, I will say, uh, fight is really kind of pushing like Abdul the Butcher might be in it and I don't think that's happening. I don't know why they went with that. <laughs> you know, they're tiptoeing the line. I, feel. <laughs> I think they're know. tiptoeing the the uh, promotional lines as well. I mean, <laughs> you know, they were on the uh, general graphic that I sent them, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, nowhere on the lineup of <laughs> who will be participating. But I, I, I guess everyone wants to hold out a little bit of hope that uh, Zabisco and Abdul the Butcher will... Uh, Enter the gauntlet, which, hey, maybe, you know, maybe that's a conversation I have. Uh, I don't, I think it's highly unlikely, but, uh, you know, fight is certainly holding on hope, it, it looks like. <laughs> never say never, I guess, is what you're trying to say. Um, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see, but I, I guess, you know, we should probably talk about that. Uh, you know, we do have two meet and greets uh, on Saturday, Abdul the Butcher, which is super, super rare, been a very interesting experience this whole time um you know some people have uh you know said like uh i don't know you know like do you even want to go down that road and i said listen you know uh it's either gonna go really good or really bad but uh either way i feel like come next week we are gonna have several stories to tell whether it was went well or it went terribly off the rails (laughs) Uh, I think it will uh, make for good stories nonetheless. So uh, I bit the bullet, you know what I mean? It was a little uh, higher fee than I anticipated and, um, you know, uh, all kinds of, you know, he's 80 years old. You know what I mean? Like, right. I felt like it's, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of now or never to pull the trigger on that. You don't know how long these guys are going to travel and, and continue to do signings. So, um you know, I had reached out before and I had a number and, um, you know, I just decided to go for it because uh, we were working on a few things prior to landing on Abdul and uh, Zabisco that were, you know, uh, would have been major and probably a huge investment. So um, once I locked him down, I hadn't really locked him down and I had reached out to a couple people. And uh, Larry Zabisco was somebody that I texted and, you know, he called me right after I locked Abdul down. And then, you know, I I ended up talking to him on the phone for a while and I went, well, you know what? Like uh, we were probably going to throw this much, you know, down for what we were trying to do originally. Um, So I was like, well, you know, maybe maybe these two guys will, uh, you know, help kind of push us, you know, push the attendance because they're both super rare signing guys, especially in this area. Um, so I figured, you know, what the hell, you know, they're, they're both, you know, old, you know, up there in age. So you, you just never know when people are going to stop doing these signings. Um, so I, I kind of like, you know, I like to only really do one meet and greet type person, but you know, we have the space in four sports 
you know, um, so I figured, you know, what the hell, we might as well give it a shot. Yeah. Um, speaking on the, you know, the meet and greet, I know we'd usually do questions kind of after, but a couple people had asked about this, so I guess we'll just get into it now. Are you, uh, are you going to be, will you be able to post the pictures, uh, the options, like the 8x10 options for Larry Zabisco and Abdullah? Uh, prior um, to the show at all do you think maybe i'm gonna try to put some i'm gonna try to put some stuff up on patreon i just can't so like i have a bunch i just can't remember exactly which ones i ordered so there may be you know like one or two that are maybe uploaded the patreon that didn't end up making the final cut because mm-hmm. i can't go back and see you know after i place the order um but yeah i can give everybody a pretty general idea of, of what we're gonna have Okay. Uh, Jose wanted to know, uh, do you do for pricing for that too? Is it going to be pretty typical to what it normally is? Do you have pricing set for that? Um, I, I don't know the exact pricing right now, but it's going to be in the, I would imagine in the, what people are used to, you know what I mean? It's not going to be crazy. Okay. Um, and then I guess last question, but but you will have to, you will have to prepare for two, you know what I mean? Right. Right. It's not going to be like a, you know. You can't. You're probably not going to offer like both option. You know, to get everybody something like that. Um, right. Right. Third question, I guess, on the meet and greet. Uh, several people asked if uh, Mayo Yamashita will have any any meet and greet for her. Um, I, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we discussed it, but you know, there's like third party. You know what I mean? There's a lot sure. of red tape when you're booking the Japanese talent, so. Um, I did get some stuff made, but you know, that's probably going to be like a, have a discussion that day sort yeah. of thing. Uh, but you know, cause I, I don't know, you know, sometimes people bring their own merch, like it's all kind of, everybody's a little different. So, um, I'm not going to assume that we can do it without having that for sure conversation in advance on Saturday. I didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. And she did say that she was open to it, but I don't know if that meant that she's going to do it. We're going to do it. You know what I mean? So I did get a limited amount of eight by tens made of her and you know what I mean? She doesn't do it. She doesn't do it. You know, so I'm not going to 100% say she's going to do it, but we are trying to uh, work it out. Okay. Um, getting into this card a little bit, we do have a pre-show match. Two guys that I'm very excited for. Uh, we've seen it. We saw a lot out of these guys recently, especially in the last show, if you weren't there, we got Austin James taking on Vic Vice in a pre-show match. Uh, I got to think this is just because these guys have just shown you a lot in these past few shows. That's the way you yeah. get on the card. You know, you step up and make things happen, and I feel like both of these guys have done that, and here you go. You see them getting a pre-show match. Absolutely, and, um, you know, it's just one of those things to where we're going to have the time while the meet and greets are going on. So, you know, throw them a bone. Obviously, like I said last week, their coaches and, and trainers at the school are, are, are abdicating for both of those guys. So, uh, you know, it, it just seemed like this was, you know, if we were going to do one, you know, uh, give them, you know, give them the opportunity to, uh, y- y- there's only going to be one, you know, pre-show match. So they'll have a little bit of time to, uh, you know, go out there and, um, tear it up a little bit and hopefully you know they continue to gain new fans from from the people in attendance you know what i mean does that make sense yeah oh yeah absolutely 
Um, looking at the card, it's honestly hard to even say what would we, I don't even know what order we're going to do these because they're all there's so many that are just they're they're great. But speaking back, uh, you know, Mayo Yamashita versus Jocelyn, this is going to be a match that is has plenty of potential. You got, you know, J- Jossie taking on an international star coming over here, you know, getting to take Jossie gets to take on a big name, big talent. I think this is a great spot for her. I, well, I, you know, like we've been saying, you know, like last week we said, you know, uh, Jocelyn was the measuring stick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She uh, now, you know, uh, one show later, the the roles have, have flipped. You know what I mean? And she is, you know, the underdog, so to speak, in this situation. Um, you know, uh, very very well traveled um, international superstar. Uh, coming to Cleveland for the first time. So uh, well decorated as well. Uh, so, you know, it's just kind of interesting how wrestling works like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, you can right. go all this time and, you know, you are the, the cornerstone, the measuring stick as far as, you know, female professional wrestling, you know, in this area. And then boom, like just like that, you're fighting from underneath and you're the underdog in a situation. Jossie, though, has got to be excited for an opportunity like this because I think she's the type of person who is going to take this, obviously, and learn, take out, you know, eat up every bit of this and learn from it and use that going forward in AIW, you know, as best as she can. I, I think this is going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is, you know, certainly, uh, certainly. <laughs> She doesn't get she doesn't get tested that often anymore. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I, I think she's certainly going to uh, rise to the occasion. Um, and at the very least, you know, there, there's a lot for her to learn because you know somebody of the caliber of uh, Miyu is, uh, you know, she's coming in and she doesn't want to lose. You know what I mean? Like she has a reputation, you know, world traveled star. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a, you know, uh, there, there's a lot on the line, for, I think for both of them here. Right. Uh, moving forward, uh, we got a, t- a title shot here, tag title shot, newly crown champs, money shot, taking on my guys, members only getting a shot at the titles here. Uh, is this their second title shot? Didn't they get a shot against for, from to infinity and beyond or am I mistaken? Uh, I know that they they probably have had one before, uh, I think but so. you know this yeah, is kind of this is one of those things to where it was like, hey, you know what I mean? Like all that wasn't supposed to happen, and you know they were slotted in to get a tag title shot here. Um, you know, everything kind of fell apart. You know what I mean? So sure. like this this one isn't one that. Um, you know, you just got to kind of roll with the punches on this one, you know, unfortunately, because, you know, we wanted to give, we wanted to give them a big match. And, you know, they have, if you look back at matches from four sports in the past, you know, there, there were Bitcoin boys and members only interactions, you know what I mean? Like the Mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett thing and all that other stuff. Like there was a reason to, you know, we had a story to kind of bring, this full circle to give members only a tag title shot in this mm-hmm. building. It's kind of, you know, this is their home base building there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, especially, um, Malcolm Cambridge is like from like that area, you know? Right. So like right there. So there was a whole, 
You know what I mean? Like they were already slotted. They already basically, had... basically, you're, if you're saying if you only ever watched AIW at Four Sports, you would see money, or excuse me, Bitcoin versus members only, and you'd say, yeah, okay, I know, I've seen a bit of this story. I know where this is kind of going. You have a bit of an idea in this building, especially. And, you know, we, some, Chase was going to make history. video. Chase was going to make video. You know what I mean? Like Chase was going right. to make it all make sense with videos and promos, and uh, you know, we're in the situation that we're in, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I can't – I don't want to take away, you know, the big tag title shot from those guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, well, to me, there is, a, there is a bit of history, though, with Money Shot. They've they've went through them. They've they've been in matches four-way, you know, four-match no, four tags. No, no I, know, I know that. But, you know, what I'm saying is, is it would have – we had a different <laughs> – we had a different – it would have made more sense. Oh, yeah. You know, prior to the injury. But, you know, uh, this was already in place, like – I told the guy. I told them that they're booked. They were in a big tag title match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we just gotta we gotta roll with it. You know, I wish I I wish I could you know sit here and try to sell it more, but like you know, that's just the nature of the situation we're in. For them, I guess my point was for them, it's like at least this is somebody. You know, they're still getting that shot, but at least it's somebody that, like I said, they they have this history with them. There's definitely been a back and forth on social media and stuff like that. They know Money Shot better than. Any other tag team, as opposed to if it wasn't Bitcoin, I feel like this is a good, you know, they're still getting, they're getting, you know, something for it. And it's not just, they're not just getting thrown at whoever out there. I do think there is history with this match, which I think is going to turn into, you know, a very, a very good tag match because these guys have seen each other before. So I think there is definitely history and a bit of a grudge there. There's some, there's some stuff going back and forth. So it, it should be very good, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm responding to a tweet where a guy is like, thinking that Abdullah and Larry Zabisco are wrestling and talking about uh, <laughs> they're 153 years old combined. As <laughs> <laughs> that guy's looking at the fight graphics then, huh? <laughs> he's under the same oh, impression yeah, that Fight TV's under. That's what he's responding to. But, no, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. You know, it's just from my perspective, I didn't want to take away the opportunity for those guys. Oh, yeah. They were already told well in advance. You know what I mean? They had, you know, their people coming out on Saturday. Um, so it's not exactly the story that, you know, we were shooting for. But, uh, you know, you just got to kind of roll with it and, uh, you know, get to the next thing. Uh, so, you know, uh that's what we're doing. To me, I don't think members only cares who it is as long as they're going home with that gold. That's that's all that members only is worried about as far as I know, and I'm concerned. And I, and I know Money Shot, I'm sure they're ready, and they're up for the task. Uh, that's two guys that have came into AIW and had a bit of the chip on their shoulder the whole time. And now that these got they got these belts, I feel like they're they're going to they're going to talk the talk and walk the walk. There's two guys that can that can make it happen in AIW, and I'm excited to see where they go as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. You know, like uh, like I said, you know, these audible situations. I think we really do thrive, and uh, you know, our our best foot comes forward when you know the pressure is on, and you know we're forced to make all these changes. So, I don't think these guys, you know, all four of them, I I don't think they're gonna they're they're not going to phone it in. You know, they're certainly gonna want to rise to the occasion and you know prove everybody wrong. Like, hey, you know, this wasn't. This wasn't the plan, but you know it's the plan now, and it was better. That's what I, that's my hope, at least. Right? Yeah, I, I agree with that very much. Uh, moving forward, a match that we just saw, and they're going to run it back again. If you missed it, which some people did, 
at Cybernetico, you're going to want to be there for the Tom Lawler, Joshua Bishop, spin the wheel, make the deal match because, man, Bone Job and the Intense Icon really showed out during that match of the last time. And I, I can't wait to see what they do for this one because it's going to be eight new stipulations. These the, replay, were, the replay streaming now on Fight, little Fight Plus, little plug. Oh, um, p- please go and watch that because you will that you if you're on the fence, you will immediately buy a ticket for Gauntlet because they're going to run this back. That match was so incredible that you you got to see him do it again. Well, how can they top it? I'm I have to find out, and I just feel like Tom I almost and, wonder. You know, like the cynic in me goes. I don't know. Should we do it again? You know what I mean? <laughs> that was like lightning in a bottle, and it and it was like. Uh, you know, you know, like it was a it was a shining light on what to that point was a a very bad day. You know what yes. I mean? Uh, so I just wonder, like, did we just like it too much? Were we just entertained? <laughs> Should we do it again? Like, I'm I'm getting a little cold feet on it. Uh, please uh, respond to me or AIW on Twitter and uh, sound off, uh, if you will. Let me know if you think this is a good idea or a bad idea because. I'm getting a little cold feet on it, if I'm being honest. AI, at AI Wrestling, let him let Thorne know. Or, hey, tweet at him what stipulations you want to see. If you got a good idea, a stipulation you want to see him try, give, hit us with your stipulations. Hit Thorne with your thoughts on the spin the wheel, make the deal. I can't wait. I, I think there's no way that this could be bad. It, it, and even if it, God forbid, somehow is bad, those two, in my opinion, will make it entertaining bad, if that makes any sense at all. Sound uh, off, sound off on social media. Let let me know. Get get at John Thorne at AI Wrestling on Twitter. Because I'm a little, I'm a little. Uh, I don't know. I, today I was just a little. Indi- I'm feeling a little indifferent about it. <laughs> um, well, I don't want much more can be said about that. Like I said, hit John Thorne on Twitter. Let him know. Sound off. Let him know your feelings. Um, God, God forbid enough people tell you don't do it. Maybe <laughs> Thorne will pull it and make it a something else kind of match. I don't know. Just make it a regular old match. <laughs> um, n- next on the card, we got Dom, the Bone Collector Garini versus Kaplan. Now, this is one. This is another match that you know, similar to some more that to some recent matches that Dom has had. This is going to be as advertised, I think. But this is two guys that you say as advertised. I'm buying a ticket to that because Dom Dom has been on an absolute tear. In 2022, I think he has been lights out. Everything he's done has been great. He's taken on all comers and handled them. And now he's going to get AIW's blue-collar brawler, Kaplan, who is just an absolute force to be reckoned with. Was He wasn't on the last show. He was just there as a uh, jerky salesman. Yeah, jerky <laughs> salesman. It was incredible, by the way. Everyone just talking up the jerky. you got to love that. Um, but this this one is going to be one that is going to be uh, you want to see two guys beat the shit out of each other. I'm telling you right now, like we've said before, Kaplan comes through the curtain like he's been in a car accident literally every time. Dom yeah, afterwards, afterwards, yeah, like after coming through the curtain, right? Yes, comes through the curtain looking no, like he's. I, just, I don't even think you can compare the the two. Like it's you know, Dom is like a. Uh, he's too disciplined and precise. You know what I mean? Kaplan Mm -hmm. is just, has just no regard at all for safety for himself or other others. So uh, I don't know if you can make that comparison really. Like it's two kind of different things. And 
you know, I know that we've made this comparison in the past in matches, but this is like very like UFC one to me. You know what I mean? Yes. uh, We're just going to see what happens. And it's, you know, two completely different disciplines and styles. And, you know, I I know that they've probably been in the ring at some point in AIW, but I think it's been several, several years. Um, You know, somebody can correct me on that. I don't have the uh, history books in front of me, nor, <laughs> nor do I have history books. You know, I usually have to ask Matt Wadsworth. That's Wadsworth, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you got to uh, – this one, you know, like I, I know Dom's been calling out all comers and this and that. But, like, uh, I kept coming back to this one. And, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to – I'm not trying to, you know, um, I'm trying to shit talk him a little bit. But, you know, he was kind of trying to dodge Kaplan. You know what I mean? When I said, hey, you know, I think you and Kaplan, I think you and Kaplan uh, looks pretty good. And he's like, oh, you know, what about uh, <laughs> something else? You know what I mean? Like, what what if I just wrestled a student or something? And I said, well, I don't know, man. I think you and Kaplan looks pretty good on paper. You know, and he's, he's like, what if I wrestled Vic Vice or, or Austin James or – and I said, I don't know. I think Kaplan. You know, I, I think it's going to be Kaplan. You know, this is a big show. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm not saying he was, uh, he, he may be a little nervous, but I think he's a little nervous to get in there with Kaplan. So I guess I am saying he's a little nervous. <laughs> That's I'm very, in, I'm interested to see what Dom's response to that will be kind of in ring, because I think we'll see, I you know, Dom's not much for talking. I think his response will definitely be, you know, in the ring for sure. Well, you know, it's like signing up to go. It's like, hey, man, like, let's go out Saturday night and purposely crash the car into a wall. You know what I mean? Like, so (laughs) I think, you know, like, that's probably where the hesitation's at because it's like, sure. Who goes like, hey, you know what? We're going to go fucking crash the car off a cliff on purpose and, you know, see how we feel afterwards. You know, like, that's essentially what Matthew Kaplan's like. That's essentially what a match with Kaplan's like. I I think that's the only way that you can describe it. Uh, so you know that's probably where Dom's hesitation was at, uh, because you know you're signing up for a real rough Saturday night, and I mean you, you know you also have the gauntlet later on. Right, right, yeah. Because some of these people could definitely you know they, just because there's a match on the card doesn't mean you're not going to see them come through the curtain for for the gauntlet match. That that is a very good point. Um, right. There's a lot of names. You know, you look at some of this stuff and you think, oh well. You know, they've got a match. That doesn't matter. They Anybody and anybody can come through that curtain. Right. Anybody but Matt Cardona or Sam Holloway, whoever the champion is after that match, you know, anybody, you know, anybody else is eligible except right. for the absolute champion. Right. Uh, moving forward, uh, we got, uh, speaking of championship match, we got Derek Dillinger, the intense title holder, versus Shaw Mason guy who's been moving up the ranks of AIW very quickly. You know, I had some people ask me, you know, how how did we arrive at this match? And you got to go back and you have to watch the Cybernetico. Um, Shaw Mason put Derek Dillinger out of the Cybernetico. He eliminated him, pinned him. So, you know, uh, I, I thought it was, I thought that justified a title shot. I also think that, you know, 
not he didn't win that match, but his team won that match. And not to say that the intense title is a you know lower title or anything that he you know second fiddle or whatever, because Dillinger doesn't play second fiddle to anyone, the top star in AIW. I I agree with you in the sense that you have to give him something. He needs it. He needs a shot after that. After the way he's risen in AIW, and also after his performance in Cybernetico, I think you kind of have to give him a title shot. But I mean, obviously, people Sam, are, you know, also you know, nobody has pinned Derek Dillinger in AIW. You know what I mean? In great almost point. a year, you know. So um, to me, I thought you know that justifies a, a straight up one on one title shot for him. And it's a big opportunity, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, I'm 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 gonna say it. This whole podcast and podcasts after this, we're building towards the future, you know what I mean? And the only way that people are gonna buy what we're selling and these people coming out of the academy is to put them in big situations and have them deliver in big situations. I think Shaw, as a person who has in every so so far in every situation you've put him in, he has shown out and shown what he can do and like i said i said especially you you're saying he he's the one who puts out Derek in the in the cybernetico match you know Derek isn't gonna let that just sit you know he's gonna have something for him because as you said he hasn't been pinned in aw in almost over a year this match is gonna be uh, this could be a sleeper match you know it's a, a a belt match obviously a title match so you can't really call it a sleeper but to me i think this is going to be one that could be easily best match <laughs> no i know what you're saying that, that there's yeah. you know if you look at the card as a whole you know what i mean i don't know if you know a lot of people probably don't even know who shaw mason is or you know people don't have expectations of it but you got to look across these title matches it is youth you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's a lot of youth you know uh, Shaw Mason is, I believe, 21 years old, just turned 21 years old. Uh, Sam Holloway, 22 years old. Members only, early 20s. Uh, I don't know the exact ages, but I know that they're very young. You know what I mean? There is a lot of youth getting a lot of big opportunities this Saturday. And they are all products of the AW Academy. And they can all be walking out as champions on Saturday night, which I think, if I was a fan which I am a fan, or else I wouldn't even do this fucking shit. <laughs> there's a lot uh, There's a lot of interesting kind of, you know, subplots that can unfold on Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, moving forward to the other title match we got, uh, we just said Matt Cardona taking on Big Sam, Sam Holloway. Uh, another match that... To me, you know, maybe a lot of people don't know Sam outside of AIW. Are you coming into this thinking, you know... Rightfully so. I mean, he hasn't even been wrestling for a year. Neither has Shaw Mason. You know what I mean? Not even been wrestling for a year. Right. Right, but to me... So, to me, I you know, you see that on paper, maybe you don't know who he is. But for me, as an AIW fan and seeing what Sam has done in AIW, I think even if you don't know him, when those two stand across from each other on Saturday night... I feel like it's going to be – everyone should take a look at that and, and just kind of – this is going to be a good one. Uh, you know, two big dudes, Sam, a guy who's extremely hungry, looking for a chance to prove himself even bigger than he has in the past. And, he, and Matt Cardona, a guy who's no slouch, he's not He's not going to come in here and let some new kid that nobody even knows about beat him. So, you know what I mean? He's going he's gonna to have something to prove as well. Yeah, Sam Holloway is, you know, what you would call a blue chip prospect, uh, no doubt. I mean, 
22 years old. I don't I, at least six foot five, right? Like, I mean, oh, I don't, I, I don't know what his exact measurements are. Six, five, six, six, you know, probably, I, I don't know, two, two fifty, two sixty. um, moves well, um, moves really good for somebody, his size, young, hungry. I don't know if you saw the, the tweet the night of the cybernetico, but, uh, Matt Cardona said something like, you look like you're from the WCW power plant and <laughs> Sam Holloway responded. He's like, I don't even know what that means. I was born in 2001. You know? <laughs> There's a lot that goes over his head, uh, wrestling wise sometimes, but he really, it, I, I assure you, probably doesn't even know what WCW was like. It, it <laughs> didn't, it did not exist in his lifetime. You know what right. I mean? Um, which is crazy, but, you know, that just goes to kind of show the youth that, you know, we're, we're putting on the table this Saturday. Um, huge test, obviously, for Sam, but, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. And uh, I certainly think that there's, uh, without a doubt, Sam Holloway is going to open people's eyes on Saturday, one way or the other. Absolutely. Um Anything else you want to say on those matches? Uh, we got the gauntlet for gold match as well. That's the final, will be the final match of the night. But anything else, you know, on the title no, matches? I mean, anything else we didn't really? And we I mean, you know, there's not, like I said, we kind of already covered the gauntlet at the top of the, mm-hmm. of the show anyway. You know, there's, um, you know, the injuries obviously forced us to do <laughs> a little bit more, uh, a little changes and, you know, come up with new plans. And, you know, we had to have kind of an emergency meeting over the weekend. Um, and I think it's, I, I think we came up with, uh, a, a really great plan. You know, obviously you got to change a lot of things, you know what I mean? Not just the gauntlet, but you got to look at the undercard and you, you know, you, you there, there's changes that needed to be made. And, um, I think that, uh, what we came up with, I think if you were an AIW fan, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, we don't really try to pander or play to the national audience or conversation. You know what I mean? We always try to establish our own people, our own crew, our own stories, you know, like we'll bring people in and and things like that. But when it comes to, you know what I mean? The, the meat and potatoes of AIW, it's always about growing and establishing from within. So, you know, like maybe as a whole, you know what I mean? If you look at the streaming, world or whatever uh i don't know how this show plays um but to the aiw audience i think the show plays really well i think if you're an aiw fan that just follows from afar or you haven't come in a while i think this is the show that you should make your return to on saturday night um this is for aiw fans you know what i mean Mm -hmm. nobody else maybe that's wrong i don't know maybe it's right it certainly isn't the most uh, profitable uh, way of doing things at times, but I think that the, this show is uh, really going to be for the true blue AIW faithful fans uh, that follow us, know know the players, know the characters, um, know what we're trying to do, and like watching the growth of the talent from the Academy. Um, it's not the most, like I said, it's not the most sensational business plan. It's not going to get us the most retweets or gifts or anything like that, but it, it's what 
we need to do and it's what I like to do. I, I don't like to cater to the, that big conversation. I think booking the best wrestlers against each other is easy. Uh, I think it's a lot harder and takes a lot more skill to make people care about people they don't know and they've never heard of before. That's what I like about you know being a wrestling promoter, a wrestling booker, whatever you want to call it. <coughs> I think you know like uh, there, there's there's a lot of just lazy laziness across the board in independent wrestling, and I understand it makes money. You know what I mean and all that. Uh, maybe that's why I'm always on this podcast complaining about the financial situation <laughs> of AIW, but you know, I, I just can't make that change. You know what I mean? Like I can't just do death matches for death matches. Like, I think that's just hack bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I, it's easy. Um, but it leads nowhere and it goes nowhere and nobody remembers half the shit that happens. Uh, it, it to me, I want to cater to, you know, the the people that come all the time, Cadence, the Charlie Butters, the Justin Summers, the Stacys, the Pams, you know what I mean? The list goes on and on and on. Paul, Michael, Trombetta, you Michael know what Trombetta, I mean? Trombetta, yeah. So say, don't forget the pharmacist. You know, there's there's so many names, you know what I mean, that, that you can't name it off. But uh, those are the people that we're doing these shows for, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, I think Saturday is, you know, is, is going to be a perfect example of that. To me, it's you look around at wrestling as a whole, and I just saw this the other day. There was a big card, and it was like a 12-match card, and it's just a lot of big names against other big names. But to me, it's like, okay, you know, maybe they'll go out there and they'll have a great match that you'll talk about that night, but you're probably not going to remember it or talk about it five weeks from now, let alone six months from now. AIW is putting out wrestling and producing wrestling stories and reasons that people should be having these matches. If you look at this card, as we just kind of laid out for the last 45 minutes, almost every match on the card has a reason that it's happening. There is something that happened previously, or a reason that they're fighting each other, or a reason that there's a title shot, or this or that. To me, a lot of AIW fans and the wrestling fans that come to our shows and pay attention to us from afar, this or that, are interested in these stories and watching these characters and you know grow and develop and having a reason and not just you know 10 matches against you know 10 matches whatever to me aiw is the epitome of you know why is this happening what's the story there's there's a reason it's all going down and there are reasons you know what i mean to bring in the outside stars or whatever you know what i mean there's purposes and reasons and i'm not i'm not discounting that either you know but i'm saying To have a whole show of it, I think is – I don't think it takes much skill to, to book that way, you know, and maybe maybe people right. are, are going to, you know, rake me over the coals for saying all that. But, you know, that's just how I feel. You know, I, I feel that, you know, there, there's, there's reasons to bring in the national stars or the national indie stars and there's ways to make it all make sense and um, – but, you know, just to do matches for matches and – you know, like, um, the, to me, it's just not, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, Dom will, will get so frustrated with me because I'll be like, okay, give me a, a blueprint. And then they'll give me a blueprint and I'll say, we can't do that because of this. Can't do that because of this. Can't do that because of this. Can't bring this person in because it doesn't make any sense. This person's really expensive and it's not going to add anything to, to this person going forward, you know, and like, uh, it's just the way my brain works. I don't know. You know, 
and obviously, you know, like uh, we're not the number one indie or even close to it, and um, which is yeah. fine because I, I just want to. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine, you know. I just want you know. I want to have our little you know corner of the world in Northeast Ohio, and uh, you know that's just the way I want to do it. You know what I mean? Like to me, to me, the Jossie match, Jocelyn Navarro versus Mayu Yamashita, Yamashita, excuse me, is a perfect example of that, though, because that is a national name, a big name you're bringing in, but it's still for a reason. There's still a reason that it's happening. Maybe those two don't have any personal history together, but the idea of Jocelyn in AIW, like you said, she's the cornerstone. She's the, you know, the, the measuring stick of AIW. Now you bring in somebody, even if they don't have necessarily history, that big name, there's a reason she's wrestling a big name now. You know what I mean? And it adds value to that. It adds, you know, intrigue in my book because well, she's it adds been... Value. It adds value to the show. It adds value to her right. body of work it adds value to her skill set you know what i mean like, yes uh, we're in investing in our people you know what i mean for right or wrong you know like we're investing in our people and our products and you know uh, obviously sometimes you have the student versus the student situation but you know mm-hmm. uh, we try to bring people in to elevate our people from within you know like uh, teach them something, you know, like, right. uh, look at, you know, like here, like we brought Effie in to work with TKD, you know what I mean? Like in, in Akron last year, you know, mm-hmm. like stuff like that, you know what I mean? To where like, it, if you look kind of throughout history, if you can find those history books that Matt Wadsworth has that I mentioned earlier, you know, you can find a lot of examples of, of, you know, the, the national star coming in and helping elevate and teach and, you know, I don't know. I maybe AIW is just a developmental system for indie wrestling. I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but uh, I just think it's it, it does the business a disservice to just book matches for matches, and it does people's careers a disservice to do matches for matches. And you know, obviously, once you get to a point, you know, people just want to see that you know great talent versus great talent. I'm not discounting that either, mm-hmm. but I'm saying it. For this area, it is not a sustainable business plan for us, you know, and and I I think, you know, just look at, you know, we had to get together and, and kind of rebook everything one week out, you know what I mean, based on injuries and things that we were counting on falling through and all kinds of stuff. But I think that the show is arguably better than the original way it was supposed to go um you know and i think that we kind of were able to peel back and go okay we're gonna do this this and this because you know i know that trumpet is gonna pop for that you know what i mean or you know even somebody like a pod van ed you know what i mean whether he comes or not you know like little things like that that piece of shit (laughs) and i think you know i i think that there's value in that going forward and there's equity in that going forward yeah. Uh, speaking of injuries, we did open up uh, the questions to our AIW Discord. If you are not in the Discord and you'd like to be, uh, join the AIW Patreon. $5 a month gets you in that Discord for life. A lot of stuff going on in there. But uh, Ed Bats, old man Ed, asking uh, any updates on the injuries of Eric Taylor and, as he calls him, my bestie, Isaiah Broner. Um, Broner, nothing. Um, I think it's going to be... Like I said, no change into probably midsummer. 
I would think, mm-hmm. you know, just to play it safe, even if he comes back earlier than that. Um, I don't certainly want to rush it. Um, and at this point, it's like, let's just, let's get through absolution and then we'll work you back in when we know that you're 100%. Um, as far as Eric Taylor, um, it was no broken bones, but it was uh, an issue with tendons. The muscles so, and ligaments. Oh. So as somebody who has um, had severe leg trauma with that and ankles and a lot of st- stuff like that, man, they say a lot of times that a break is almost better sometimes because they cast it, the bone heals, it has its time of healing. A lot of times with the ligaments and tendons, stuff like that could be worse because it's very easy to kind of... Um, like tweak it or something. If you go a little bit too hard in the rehab, it's very easy to set yourself back. So that way they say that a lot of those injuries are a lot harder to deal with, unfortunately. Right. So, um, and then he just said, uh, you know, he was told cause he did have, you know, an, uh, an appointment last week, I guess. Uh, and he was told it's going to re- require lengthy rehab and, and rest. Um, Jeez. Didn't he did not give me a timetable, uh, which I kind of just you know I didn't want to push him for one either. Sure, yeah. Um, next couple questions, uh, Jose asking, uh, when will the first couple of Jaylet talent be announced? Do you have any plans to start uh, you know dripping out some of the talent for Jaylet? Um, we're kind of slowly working on that, um, trying to get some you know th- that's kind of like the next thing um that we're really working on because uh, you know we do have abs- absolution which the date was announced to uh patreon which you know i can i can break here it, it's going to be july 15th at the tadmore shrine in akron <coughs> um more details on that and you know special meet and greets uh coming in the coming days that, w- that we were able to secure um and then we did get confirmed for the uh, Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament again this year in Ashtabula. Um, so we're kind of, you know, working on getting everything sorted for that. Um, and then, you know, we're also kind of working on JLIT, which we are pushing JLIT out into September this year. So um, we do have uh, a few months to uh, lock that in. We're just really trying to figure out, you know what I mean, because we are going to do it at the temple. Um, if we want to go a la carte for tickets or passes, because we do know that the high ticket price does impact the fees. Mm-hmm. So we're trying. We're uh, we have to kind of have a little bit of, of a meeting on that to really kind of sort out what we want to do. Um, you know, th- there were a few ideas of doing jailit night one and night two at the temple and then if we did fresh meat taking the other ring and doing it at a different venue um you know uh to kind of space things out and and make it a little bit more uh financially viable for people um or we may do all three at the temple and go a la carte on everything with no passes uh or you know uh again sound off on what you what you think uh in the discord or um you know on on twitter these are just kind of things that we're we're dealing with right now um 
haven't, you know, I've reached out to some people about JLIT, um, have not secured anybody officially yet. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, Michelle asked, Chell Bell Photography asked, was Carlito planned prior to Backlash? Or was that something you saw the pop at Backlash and kind of figure? I know we had another guest booked for that that had to cancel, so you kind of had to scramble. Um, was that something you had like a name on the back burner? No, and then it wasn't. Just... It wasn't, and we paid, we certainly paid for it. I'll say that. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, you know, we did have somebody else, which I, I won't say uh, because we will circle back to it. Uh, we had somebody that I thought was like going to be huge and perfect uh, that uh, had to pull out last second. Um, so I had reached out to a few different people and didn't hear back or they weren't available. And, uh, you know, I, I saw the backlash thing and like a few days later, I, you know, like, uh, a Carlito post showed up in my feed and then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to find this guy's contact info. And uh, I reached out and he said he was available and, uh, we worked out a deal um, he will only be appearing at AIW, though. He will not be at Toy Ohio. So for people that are kind of, you know, planning their day out, go to Toy Ohio, meet all the people there at Toy Ohio, then come to AIW, meet Carlito. But, yeah, it wasn't it, – unfortunately, it was not planned previously because we had that other thing lined up, and then I've been kind of scrambling to try to find somebody. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of, you know, the backlash thing put it in my head, and then – you know, you struck while the iron was hot, so to speak. Sure. Uh, Scott Random wants to know, uh, Bogside Pub, is that slated kind of for the after party? Do we have anything set for Saturday? Uh, Steve I, Guy, where you at? What you doing? <laughs> I have not heard a thing. You know, uh, they. I don't think we're going there. Um, I have not heard anything, though. So uh, maybe no after, no, maybe no official after party. Um Steve is out of town, so I don't. I don't even know. Um, yeah, he's in like Denver or something. But haven't heard anything. I know that uh, the Razor Man has tried to set up uh, some stuff there uh, at times. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll stay at the uh, the old Four Sports Bar for a little bit. I don't know. Um, sure, we'll see what happens. But nothing nothing official, unfortunately. The after party stuff has just been really kind of. Falling, you know, you know what I mean. Falling to the wayside, unfortunately. Um, I, we still got to find a new place in Akron. We've never found anywhere. Um, you know, uh, I think that we're gonna try to do dive bar whenever we're at the temple. Um, but uh, last time, Bogside Pub didn't didn't uh, honor the deal. So I don't think. Regardless, I don't think we're going back there. Fair enough. Um, but I haven't heard, you know, like Steve's all over the place that haven't really heard too much from him. Maybe uh, EVP Jimmy or I know the Razor Man had spoken to some bars out that way. Maybe they can uh, pull something off last minute this week. And Razor Man, we trust. Uh, EVP of Health, Jeremy, asks, uh, did Matt Justice's injuries kind of change any plans for him you had in AIW? Um. No, not not really. Uh, you know, he he's been getting a lot of different dates, um, so you know he's just kind of all over the place right now. Um, it was just kind of coincidental, I'll say that. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> anything else you got? Uh, that's kind of what I got for questions. Uh, anything else you want to 
hit no, before I mean, I just hope that uh, I really hope that we can uh, push huge on tickets this week. Um, I, I ran <laughs> rambled maybe a little more than I should have, but uh, I, I really do believe in this card Saturday. I believe in our crew. I believe in everything that we're doing, um, and uh, I, I think that it justifies a big crowd coming out Saturday night. Um, you know, you got two great meet and greets on top of you know what I think is going to be a really almost undercover shocking card um, topped off with the gauntlet, which I know if you're an AW fan, everybody looks forward to the gauntlet. Um, this year should be no different. Uh, we have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of cool plans that are going to set the set the tone going going forward after Saturday night. Okay. Um, so yeah, make sure you get out uh, to the four sports in in East Lake, Ohio this Saturday. Uh, bell time, first bell time, seven thirty. Doors typically uh, like six thirty usually. So if you're trying to walk up, make sure you want to get there early because, like I said, only a handful of premium seats left. Uh, you want to get those before Saturday, and then come on out to four sports in East Lake, Ohio. Uh, if, unfo- if you are unfortunately able to make it, you're not in the Ohio area. Uh, we will be streaming on Fight TV. Fight Plus, it's like five dollars a month, something like that. Or did they did they raise it? It got raised, didn't it? Uh, it's seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Okay, seven ninety nine a month. But still, that's 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 pretty friggin' good. Uh, you know, some live shows eight bucks just for the live show. Then you get all the they've been adding uh, AW archives, as you just said. They just put up Cybernetico. Mat- the Cybernetico show just got put up. Um, definitely, uh, definitely something up, to uh, check Gauntlet. out. Gauntlet from last year. They just put that up on Friday night. That's now on there, so you can relive Gauntlet for the Gold 15 from last year. Now on Fight Plus to get ready for this Saturday. There you go. And there's right. more. There's a bunch more uh, 2022 titles that are uh, going up in the in the coming weeks on Fight Plus as well. And then we're going to start working our way. I figured like working backwards was the best way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so we're going to get the rest of 2022 up there. We're going to start going through 2021. Uh, so we're kind of going to go in reverse order. We're going to uh, eventually put together some compilation titles and, and, and different things as well. You know, once we kind of get into those early years, I don't know how many um, full titles we're going to put up. You know, there's, you know, the quality's bad. Uh, the the uh, Some of the, the language of the times is bad. You know what I mean? Uh, so we may uh, just uh, kind of cherry pick the best of uh, those uh, that time period, so to speak, uh, once you know we start getting down to those super early two thousands uh, AIW cards. Yes. All right. Well, for myself and AIW owner, owner John Thorne, uh, we'll see you guys Saturday. Come on out for sports. AIW's Gauntlet for the Gold. We'll see you on Saturday. Thanks.